0: Excited to hear today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. And we are talking about getting ready, making sure we're ready when Jesus comes, so He doesn't say to you, "Away from me, I never knew you." We got to know Him, and we got to know Him now, and it's urgent. He's warning us. Let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for telling us things to come, for telling us that we're not ready. We want to know truth. We want to know. we don't we don't want to be walking in the dark and then find out that day that we're not right with you. Teach us, Lord. we love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So about two years ago, um, Jesus knocked at my bedroom wall. <laughs> And um, I had it was audible, so I had to look around, and you know, you know how your doors sound in your house, you know how your house sounds, and so it, it was, it was kind of shocking because I said, after thinking a few seconds, I said, "Jesus is at you," and he said, "It is," and I'm on the other side of the door, and I'm coming. And so he, he was saying to be ready. When you see these signs all taken together, know of surety that he is near at the very doors. And so what he was telling me is, and I'm to share with you is, he was telling me at the time, you're not ready. I'm so much more ready now than I was then, but he's warned me over and over again. Because you know we we look at the word, but we don't take it seriously. We we don't take it to heart. We just think we have time, or um, we we just think well. We kind of get numb to it because we've heard it over and over again. Jesus is coming, and so for whatever reason, we just don't take it to heart. And so that's why he's talking to us today to say. Take it to heart. I'm coming. I'm warning you. I'm on the other side of the door. And when the father says go, then he's going to go. And um, when when I look back, I just feel so naive, you know, because um, I, I didn't, I didn't um, take it as serious, as seriously as I am now. Because of course, um, I have plenty of warnings since then. But so sweet of him to tell us beforehand. In fact, I was walking um, that day, and I was thinking, I didn't ask, I was just thinking, I wonder why he knocked. And the Holy Spirit answered right away, and he said, because he's a gentleman. And what he meant is, he's a gentleman. He's telling us before he comes that he's coming and that we need to be ready. He's a gentleman. Isn't that awesome? What an awesome word. Jesus is a gentleman. That's why he's telling us ahead of time. He's warning us of things to come. He wants us to be ready. So when you see these signs, he was telling the disciples all the things that were going to happen, Matthew 24. Look at it. All taken together, coming to pass, you may know of surety, that he is near at the very door. And what better confirmation can you have than for Jesus to tell you himself that he's on the other side of the door? A couple days later, he knocked again on the other side of my room. He knocked again to say, Get ready. I'm coming. You're not ready. I had a dream that... Um, I was getting ready. I was getting ready to marry Jesus, and he was there waiting, and the music was playing, and I wasn't ready. I was doing, I don't even know what I was doing. Just like putzing around, but I just couldn't seem to get it together. And the music stopped, and um, I looked out, and everybody was leaving, and Jesus was gone. I missed him. Because I wasn't ready. Do you hear what he's saying to us? Get ready. I'm coming. And if you're not ready, if you're not doing the will of the Father, is what he's saying is, you're not going to be ready. You have to do the will of the Father. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of ready because heaven because you're not getting ready it it just seems so i just feel like i keep going up against a brick wall that i can't get through to people what jesus has revealed to me and is that is that he is so close to coming that it, it, it grieves him because we're not even getting ready it's not that we're we're not ready but we're not even getting ready. And it's not his will that one should perish. He, he's not delighting in what's going to happen. We talked over and over again about how, in the day of Noah, that God was grieving for what he had to do. He grieved for five months. And now the same thing is happening. He already knows what's going to happen. The time is near. He can't, he can't hold out forever. He's going to come, and he wants you to be ready. And he's a gentleman. He's telling you ahead of time. It, it's so vital that you take the time for him and let him get you ready. Let him speak to you. Let him warn you. Ask him to correct you. That's really how you get to know him, is letting him correct you. You know, he was telling me that, as um, Matthew says, as he said in Matthew, it, it's going to be just like the days before the flood, it, like in the days of Noah. Um, actually, or in 37 and 38. People are just going to be doing what they always do, you know, fussing with this and fussing with that, and not getting ready to marry Jesus because they don't understand. It says, they did, not, they did not know and understand until the flood came and swept them all away. They didn't know until it was too late. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Not everyone's going to heaven, but those who prepare get ready by doing his will, letting him show you, correct you of your error. Now, I don't think any single one of us can say that we're ready, that, that we're, we're without error. For me, when I get up every day. Just this morning I got corrected for ignoring something he said to me the day before. So if he would have came yesterday, you break one law, you break all the law. If he would have came yesterday, what do you have said to me away from me? I never knew you. I'm not gonna take that chance. You who practice lawlessness, you totally ignored me. He he corrects me all the time because I want to be corrected. Revelation 3.19, He corrects those He loves. If you love Him, then you're going to want to be corrected. You're going to want to know. You know, just little kids want to please their parents. And and even when your kids grow up, they want to please you. Because they love you. You and your little dogs. I'm not sure about cats, but dogs want to please you because they love you. You know, um, I hear people say that if we're trying, then we're doing works. But you're missing the whole point of having a relationship with Jesus. And it's a two-way relationship. And he certainly tries to please you. He knows your heart's desire. He's amazing. He wants to do for you. He wants to give you more than you can ask or think. He wants to recreate you in his likeness and put you on that path that leads to the good life. And so he's doing all that and what are we doing? Taking advantage of him? He gave his life for us. Now we got to give ours for him. If we love him. If you love me, then you're going to do what I was doing. Are we doing his work? You know, when you sit with him, you're going to feel conviction in your heart or or if you're just open to hear him you're going to feel conviction in your heart he's going to tell you right from wrong he's going to lead you down that path of righteousness and you're going to have prepared to be his bride you're going to have that garment but if you don't prepare If you don't want to please him, if you just, even if you believe the lie that um, that it's a work to obey him. It's good works and you're trying to get to heaven. When the Bible clearly says, Jesus clearly said, if you love me, obey me and I'll show myself to you. But so many of your people are in the dark and they're thinking it's a work. It's a work. That's what they think. And those good works aren't pleasing to Jesus. But what he said is to obey me. And he also said the kingdom of God is taken by force. And so it's a struggle sometimes to obey him. The enemy is going to come against you. and. Try to stop you, and some people are just thinking that wrong thing that I can't do anything. I'm just will sit here. You know, you can tell if that's what you're thinking that you're 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 not getting the revelation knowledge that you need. Maybe you're not born of the Spirit if you don't understand that you need to obey Jesus. That it's a two way relationship, and yeah, He shed His blood for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. And he gave his life for you. And so everything is done for you. And that's true. But if you believe him, if you believe in him, then your your life is going to represent that. You believe him by obeying him. You can't say that you um, believe in Him if you don't obey Him. So obeying Him is believing in Him. I mean, believing in Him, yeah, and vice versa. Believing in Him is obeying Him. If you say that you believe in Him, then there's going to be action in that. You're going to live out what you say that you believe. And so you could be just thinking a lie, which is how the enemy works, and miss heaven. By thinking that you don't have to obey him, that all you have to do is say a prayer. Lies from the enemy can affect you so much that you miss heaven. You can miss heaven because of a lie. It's true. Jesus said, the enemy, Satan, is, is a liar. He's the father of lies. He's a good liar. He is, and he's going to lie to you. And I just want to say, you have to get to know God. Yourself. Jesus said, if you love me, I'll ask the Father. If you love me, obey me. And I'll ask Father, and, and He'll send the Spirit. And He'll live on the inside of you. And He'll teach you all things. Remind you of what the Word says. Tell you things to come. Without having the Holy Spirit, you're not going to even understand what I'm saying to you today. And so if you haven't asked, if, you, if you're... Um, If you're willing to heed his voice, Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, he said he would come and live on the inside of you. If you heed his voice, only if you heed his voice, Revelation 3.19 says that he corrects those that he loves. And so that is the word I have for you today. Jesus is knocking. He's a gentleman. He's saying, I'm coming. And I'm coming soon. And if you like, I'll come and live on the inside of you. If you're going to heed my voice, I'll come and live on the inside of you. And I will tell you things to come. I will remind you. I'll correct you, convince you, convince you convict you of the truth. So that you're ready that day. He will. Revelation 19. 319 and 20. So ask Him. Just ask Him. Come and live on the inside of me. I commit to you. And then change your life. And live live it according to the Word so that you can be ready. You don't want to hear Him say, away from me, I didn't know you. You don't want to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. You don't want to ignore Him. Or deny him. He said, if you deny me, I'm going to deny you. That's a green prayer. Jesus, we love you and praise you. Thank you for telling us ahead of time that you're coming and it's soon and that we're not ready and that we're not getting ready. Help us to get ready, Lord. Help us. We can't do it without you. Help us to prepare for your return. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So get ready. Honor Him, adore Him, worship Him by the way you're living your life. Don't, don't just be a hypocrite. Don't just say it and act it out, but live it. And then the Word will come alive in your life. He's so amazing. He's so in love with you. All He talks about is you to me all the time just talks about you how much he loves you keep going keep telling them till the earth is desolate he wants you to know he wants you to know what real love is go to him seek him and you will find him God bless you thank you so much for listening today